0: Waiting for and that's how I threw a hundred thousand ballots in the trash. <laughs> What's up? I don't is there anything going on in the country? Anything going on?
1: Nothing at all. <laughs> Nothing worth paying attention to.
0: <laughs> till so Friday at least. I don't know. okay, um, maybe well, longer. Maybe longer. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw somebody from North Carolina say they don't get done till the twelfth. So I don't they know. have nine I, more days. I, I hope. Days. It, I hope. I, I, hope I hope it doesn't go long. I hope we somebody puts us out of the misery. It's like taking the dog out behind the shed and all the other, and just oh baby, it's going long. Doing, it's going long. The, this going to go the, the head. Um. Although I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to discuss it. I want to talk about us loud and nerdy live on a Wednesday night. My name is J W Caldwell. As always, joined by. The master comedian Paul Spratt. How was your week, man?
1: <laughs> I am here. I am alive. Uh, we
0: want to encu- encourage people to share the link.
1: Share the link. I share the That's link. How to a bunch of right now. Actually, I was posting it.
0: Please right share now, the link. We
1: are live. We are out there. Share the link. More people see it. More. More people. More people. Enjoy more people the, better. Um, the loveliness that is us.
0: So um. I. I've had a good week. <laughs> I've had a great week. I took a couple days off from work. I, I settled yes. in, I settled in, uh, watched the movies, had a nice Halloween. Halloween was great. I had the, I had the perfect, uh, game plan for watching movies on Halloween. I watched the original Halloween. Then I watched trick or treat. And then I watched the Halloween 2018, um, reboot or whatever. Hey. Reimagine, whatever. Um, Hey velvet. Uh, so I, 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 had a great Halloween night. I watched the original, uh, it was in it was in high def and 4K. It is the best version of the movie I've ever seen. Like it was beautiful, just nice. beautiful. Like the colors and then and, like just everything. Um, and I am amazed that let's say we're 22, 20, 42 years into its dominance of the horror genre, and it is still the like it's way up here. It's not gory. It's not. It's not. It's creepy though, and it's. It's tense and just it's it's an amazing piece of cinema, um, that I just I thoroughly enjoy over and over again. I thought the reboot was pretty good in twenty eighteen, but nothing compares to the original. Um, and it's way up here
1: for wait, a lot Don't of, you hate? Lot of. Don't
0: you hate Rob Zombie though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, or wait, no, you're talking
1: about a different reboot.
0: Yeah, the twenty eighteen. I'm talking about the twenty eighteen. The true. The uh, the true sequel from Blumhouse. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I don't like Rob Zombie, either any of the Rob Zombie. No, uh, just no. <laughs> um, but then Trigger also, Trick or Treat also, Trick or Treat doesn't get a lot of love and it deserves a lot more love. And I brought this up when I was talking about it this past weekend. The interesting thing about Trick or Treat is it, it became a cult film, even though Warner Brothers never released it to theaters. So that is one of those movies like the original Austin Powers movie that found an audience on video at home um and it's just it's a great anthology horror film uh with sam the character sam the little halloween kid love him can't get enough of him can't wait if they're gonna do a sequel i think they're working on it um i can't wait for that to happen and then i did watch uh no one sleeps in the woods tonight this week it's on netflix it is a polish horror film. Insert whatever joke you want to insert there. But it's great. It's great. It's about a bunch of kids. Yeah, at a do camp. Something. It's a, it's a bunch of kids at a camp that can't use technology. So they take away the phone idea. Like any concept of new horror films, you have to bring, you know, how are they going to not have a phone? Is the phone going to run out it's of a charge? Like
1: What's going to happen?
0: <laughs> Putting them in a right. camp? No. no, no I think it's creative.
1: Technology thing. There's just be like, ah, well, they're in a camp. There's no phones. Like, <laughs> Doesn't, isn't the phone supposed to be isn't
0: it in the camp office is it just not in the camp office well, yeah they don't they never really make it they never really make it to the camp office <laughs> left at home. Uh, but it's great it's it's a it is a um it's a homage to like the wrong turn movies uh hills have eyes kind of thing but it's mixed with like a camp horror film um I thoroughly enjoyed it it's very gory it's a lot of fun the backstory for the uh the villain is really good. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. If you decide to watch it, please watch it. It's dubbed. You don't have to read Polish. Everything's fine. Is it it's badly written... dubbed? No, it's a, it was actually pretty pretty good dub, actually. Oddly enough, I, I don't know. I don't know how they did it, but like, there's is only there a few such things. Thing? You... Is there such thing as pretty there's good a... dubbed? Yeah, there's a, well, yeah, there's some movies that are dubbed that are that are, look better than others. Uh, I think this one looks actually pretty well. The only thing I would say is. Um, if you're watching like sometimes uh, because I'm old, I watch with the, uh, the subtitles on. So the subtitles were different, like the, uh, the closed captioning because I live in a loud house. So, uh, the, the closed captioning we sometimes put on just cause in case I can't hear what they're saying. And right. the, the words that they dubbed in were different from the words that were on the closed captioning. So it's like, Oh, that's a little jarring. I'm old. Help. My roommate
1: used to watch it. Cause he had the same thing. He couldn't remember like hear shit. Yeah. So I hated it at first. Now I get, now like my Netflix like automatically does it.
0: <laughs> and now know, it's just, like... just, it's, just the, it's just easier and you don't miss any of the little things. Like I remember a time when I would go back like twenty, like 10, 15 times trying, what did they say on Game of Thrones? Like that was such uh, a thick accent. Sometimes I catch
1: myself you know? just reading the subtitles and not actually watching the show.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm just, I'm just, I can't this read and watch at the same time. I can't do Even the
0: subtitles are long on on the Game of Thrones, um, <laughs> but it was a pretty good week. How was what was your week? What'd you do? Anything good? I know you're, you're getting ready to go to PA. Did right? anything
1: when you were talking about? I didn't know I'm in PA this weekend. Oh, okay. uh, but you're getting ready to
0: go to PA. Is what I just said.
1: Friday, yeah. Oh, I thought you said you were in PA. I was like, no, it's this weekend. No, you get no, ready I didn't to go. Do anything? I didn't do anything for Halloween. I didn't. I didn't do anything. I don't think i even watched watching. Like I don't know what I did. I think I just lost a week worth of time. <laughs> I didn't do much. I tried to figure out this goddamn technology to do this watch yeah, wrong. Uh, yeah, so I apologize for gonna... that. I gave it this a shot. Is, yeah, this is I not me. This is this is him. This is a hundred percent me. So the technology, uh, it they when I came up with the idea, they made it seem pretty easy. Uh, then. When I tried to do it, it wasn't. it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. at all. So then I spent a couple days trying to figure it out. I think I have a general idea, but I literally have to ask like a younger kid who streams video games to show me how to do it. <laughs> uh, so it's gonna take. Can you me. help me, sir?
0: Can you it's help me? It's gonna take me a
1: little while. So once I figure out how to do it without any problems, I will get back to you guys. And uh, we will pick a new day to do Cabin in the Woods. I watched. I actually did that. I watched Cabin in the Woods a bunch of times. Uh, Great! So minute. I was excited to do it. Uh, I'm ready. I'm very excited.
0: Got... So I broke but, it. Down, uh, I broke it down in 15 minute increments so we could write. So yeah, I'm, so I'm I, thrilled. I, I can't wait for when we do that.
1: Yeah. So I put in a lot of effort into that part, but the technology <laughs> is holding me back. Twitch is uh, hard to use. So so anytime you, have you a, hear me. Did- shit on little kids making millions of dollars streaming video games. Remind me how I had trouble doing this and to shut the fuck up.
0: (laughs) Did you have a a slutty Halloween costume? I did. I
1: I did not uh, leave my house, I don't think, on Saturday. I thought about it. I was like, well, because in Florida, we had
0: trick-or-treaters. Yeah, Florida doesn't give a fuck. You guys are allowed to do whatever you want. We had sixteen trick-or-treaters, um, so it wasn't that many. They those kids made out like fools. Yeah, they man. made out like bandits. What I a I made great candy
1: trick-or-treat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just people looking for nostalgia. Thank God there are children out in the streets. Yeah, thank um, god it feels kind thank of thank god, safe. it feels normal almost. Stay six feet away, wear a mask. Oh, I'm already wearing a mask. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there, you know, not uh, the the coolest costume. There was one little girl, not a little girl, but she was like, she was like eight or nine. And she, she had a full regalia queen of hearts from Alice in wonderland. Oh no. Like it had, like it had like, it had like a big, like big shoulders. And she had a giant, like a giant heart, like shaped scepter. And I was like, I was, I was looking at going, that's a lot of work kid. That's, pretty impressive because it didn't look bought it looked built and i'm a i'm a big fan of bought versus built i was pac-man for halloween at work you built versus bought built versus bought I'm, yeah, I'm pro- yeah, I'm pro-built I'm pro-built i know what you meant Yeah, no. It, I like when
1: people put effort into it it's supposed to be that's the idea of the holiday not just going to the halloween store that just invades every abandoned yeah, party city shell and of another and-
0: store Buying slutty Freddy Krueger or slutty Jason or yeah, I don't understand. There's
1: slutty Freddy Krueger and Jason. Yes, there
0: is. I'd be interested to see that. All
1: right, but no, I was. I think I was sad because I mean, Halloween was basically canceled. I don't know anybody (laughs) down here, so I like if there was anything I could do. uh, Even if there was, most shits, you know, whatever. and then I kind of just like I don't know. I kind of. Lived vicariously through people's social media pages. But even that wasn't really that great. So yeah, honestly, no, I don't know what I did Saturday. I nothing. um. I think I did nothing.
0: It was cool. I you know watched movies. I I passed out candy. Got dressed at work. Uh, I was Pac Man. All the all the ladies I work with were ghosts. Nice. That's um. Baboo. Yeah. It was. Uh, I I I feel good because I've I've kept it chalked up that I I pick fat icons. Because uh, I, I feel it's really appropriate. Like I don't I never want to be a fat Spider Man. I always want to be like fat appropriate <laughs> costume. You stay on I brand. Like, I stay yeah. on brand. So, like you can be you can be Ralph Cramden, but you can't be you can't be uh you know um, Art Carney from The Honeymooners. You know what I mean? You gotta you can't. Yeah, pick, yeah, that you gotta, doesn't work. You have to pick the right costume. You gotta pick the right costume for your build, and that's that's what I love. Um, so what I am excited about we are we have movie motivation tonight. It is a friend of mine. From high school Very excited, he was an upperclassman He took good care of me, like he protected me And like gave me stuff And hooked me up with, you know, with booze on a case I don't know if we did booze actually But now that I'm saying <laughs> that, I just I just incriminated. the waiting room shaking
1: his head no <laughs> He said no, no booze No, he well said, he, has booze. <laughs> he has kids yeah, now
0: He has kids now Yeah, he's got to so pretend so he's, he's the responsible He's got to pretend he's responsible um, Please welcome to the program for Movie Motivation, Michael Reedy didn't drink really? not once no Nope. no Nope. never
2: uh i was i was um no nah, i moved i moved to nanicoke when before i was 21 so i was not even you're like,
0: right because we never drank before we were 21 in north pocono you're right i you oh, know yeah, I,
2: I forgot about I, that yeah
0: I'm, I'm wrong about that yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like yeah, that shit never you happened. Drink. There <laughs> yeah. wasn't a lot. There was a lot. To, what'd you do on Friday nights? Bowling, pizza, and then yeah, bowling, a, a bowling beer. A beer. A beer. Don't a beer, shit on bowling. A be- I wasn't <laughs> shitting on bowling. I'm just saying that's what we did in, in, in like Moscow. It was bowling, pizza, and then finding a beer next to a next to a pot of fire. Whoop. What happened?
2: I lived in Goldsboro, so like. Pfft. You know that you lived in paradise compared to Goldsboro.
0: <laughs> I don't know that
1: anybody's ever called Lake paradise out in the fucking middle of nowhere. So
0: Lake Aero. yeah. It's like, yeah I, I used to travel an hour to get to school every day. But Michael, so I'm yeah. I'm so excited. You uh, you're you're here tonight. We're gonna do movie motivation. We're gonna, you know, Paul's gonna guess. But I, when I talk to you this week, you're like, oh, I'd love to do it. I got a lot of stuff going on though. What is going on on Saturday? Talk to me. Tell the folks who are it watching the show. It what is they can... Toy
2: Box Mania Four. It is a toy show for collectors. Um, I'm going to be bringing like a lot of my collectibles in hopes of selling them. I have like <laughs> a lot of Austin Powers, a lot of Matrix, um, all of like a lot of like McFarland Movie Maniacs, like all yeah, of I the was, horror, like Candyman.
0: I, I was looking at that shit. I was like, I was like, I it up going. I actually texted you after you said that. I'm like. Uh, you have the Myers with the, uh, the poster. Cause the movie maniacs figures um, with McFarland. what they did was they had the, they had the full figures. They, they had a bunch of stuff with them, like little, like Michael has a little uh, pumpkin and then the butcher knife. And I'm sorry, that, that looked bad. Um, uh, uh, the butcher knife, but they also came with full posters of the movies behind them, which I always found. I always thought was really nice. Cause it was like the base that you could put the figures on. So, that's really cool. It's, and is it an online auction? Is it something where people no, can so tune it's,
2: in? It's, it's going to be held at a church at 500 Luzerne Ave in West Pittston. Oh, from 9 okay. to 4 On Saturday,
0: you're you're going to be there, aren't you? Aren't you going yeah. to be in Pennsylvania, Paul? Oh, I uh, yes. Maybe you could be <laughs> like you could be like guest auctioneer for like nerdy stuff. Maybe <laughs> <I go>.
1: may <laughs> be able to make an appearance early on in the day. We'll see. We shall see. That that uh, would
2: truly make it an event.
1: <laughs> well, would <you> say?
2: <laughs> I would truly make it an event because I, I, I've heard of more people backing out than anything. So I'm excited because I mean, it'll be, hopefully, it'll mean more people will buy my stuff. So
0: yeah, never let there everybody back out. Like here, I have a bunch of shit that that. So it, are are we doing it? Doing it? How many kids do you have now? You have a lot of kids four. now. Yeah, four. 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 That's yep. amazing. I'll, I'll, um, what's the Three breakdown? On purpose. Three girls and a boy. Four on purpose. Three girls and a boy. <laughs> yep. Is the boy the oldest? How does nah,
2: this work? in the 30s. I have a 22-year-old, a 21-year-old, 12 and 6.
0: Fuck, we're old, Michael. We are yes, old.
2: Are. I'll be 50 in a few months. Well, six <laughs> months. Something
0: like that. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm having such a blast talking to you, man. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. You and your brother are two of my favorite people in high school, and I, I'm so happy you were able to come on. I'm, I'm happy we're able to you promote your, your show. Uh, but you are here for business. You're here to get Paul in trouble. And you're here to make sure Paul misses. He, he held up the script there, Paul. He gave you a hint. And then you turned. I, I was looking you're away. Looking, you're looking the I don't other do way. Hints. You can't I'm read really my a, anyway. On my own merit. <laughs> oh, my God. You're not going to get it anyway. Oh, that's... Usually people are nice to Paul. Um, I, but,
1: uh, I ended my losing streak last week so I could start a yes, new one this week. That is Fine. true.
0: John Paul Lona was on last week. Did a hell of a rendition of Beetlejuice. Totally serious, with no kind of like, no kind of like uh, Michael Keaton uh, energy to it, and it was yeah. like it was a dark.
2: Well, have, you, been, have you seen that? There's a, a an acting student who did the dialogue or monologue, whatever, of uh, Doctor Evil when he was in that therapy session.
0: Yes, it's a girl, yeah. right? It's a girl, yeah. and, she, and she did it as a dark monologue about he invented the question mark, like all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's it yeah, it really it. great. Super cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the idea that you can take uh, you take it. But Paul got it right, so everybody's depressed. Not going to lie. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> I'm not
2: making this too hard at the oh, end. Oh I'm going to do something that might give it away, but.
0: Oh, well. Won't. Yeah. Paul, Paul, Paul missed a missed a Rocky Horror monologue from somebody in a Rocky Horror fan cast. What? I overthought it. I overthought it. That's my
2: <laughs> yeah. It I, was I, great. I've, I've been guilty of that. Oh,
0: that was the best. It was the, it was amazing. Um, okay, so the way we're going to do this is going to be three, two, one. You're going to deliver our movie motivation, something that inspires us or makes us feel better because we're in we're in we're in the dark timeline. Um, and so here, are we ready to go. Three. When
2: when I'm done, do you want me to like say like scene scene, or something?
0: Yeah, we're we're already here, so it's like scene and scene, like uh, like we're at Juilliard for fuck's sake. Um. Uh. So, three, two, one, action.
2: There are two keys to success in the broker business. First of all, you gotta stay relaxed. Do you jerk off? How many times a week? Like three or four times a week. We got to pump up those numbers. Those are rookie numbers in this racket. I myself jerk off at least twice a day. Once in the morning after I work out and once after lunch. I don't want to. That's not why I do it. I do it because I need to. Think about it. You're dealing with numbers all day long. Decimal points, high frequencies, bang, 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 e, ee, fucking digits, gah, go. All very acidic, above the shoulders, mustard shit. The kind that wigs some people out. And you got to feed the geese to keep the blood flowing. I keep the rhythm below the belt. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me, if you don't f- if you don't, you will fall out of balance. Split your differential and tip the fuck over. Of or worse yet, I've seen this happen. Implode. You don't want to implode. Implosions are ugly. Pop off to the bathroom, work one out anytime you can. And when you get really good at it, you'll be stroking it and you'll be thinking about money. Second key to success is this little baby right here, cocaine. It will keep you sharp between the ears. It'll also help your fingers dial faster. And guess what? That's good for me. Yes, sir. Revolutions you follow. Keep the clients on the Ferris wheel and it goes. The park is open 24-7, 365, every decade, every goddamn century. That's it. The name of the game.
1: Mm Yeah, I think Paul got it. I think it I got it within the first two lines. <laughs> wow! The what's Wolf the of Wall what's, Street?
0: Yeah, it is yep. the Wolf of Wall Street. Awesome! I, I, Actually, love, you, I love some uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Um, now the interesting thing is there there there's only one other movie that it could like. There are two or three other movies that could have been, which is interesting. Yeah. Towards because, the end, I was like, "Oh shit, am I wrong?" And then yeah, I was, like, oh, I was thinking fair. like. Is Paul going to say Boiler Room? Because I know Paul loves Boiler Room. Yeah, You know what I
2: mean?
0: I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying. I know you (laughs) love Boiler Room. Uh, Because every once in a while, Paul will get trapped and be like, but I really love that movie. It could be that. People might be fucking with me. But Paul gets it right. All right, Paul. Paul gets it. Two in a row. I'm on a new streak. Two in a row. It's maybe why the world's spinning off its axis. (laughs) Um, okay. So one more time, let's, let's do the, let's do the, the toy fair. Where, where's this, this auction at? It's, a- only, it's
2: not an auction. It's just a, a, like, it's open to the public. Uh, the guy hosting it would like people to pay by paying, bringing one can food for the church that it's being held in.
0: Um, oh, that's nice.
2: it's at, um, 500 Luzerne Ave in West Pittston, Pennsylvania from 9am to 4pm in, um, on Saturday, November 7th.
0: Nice. Michael, Luzernab thank you, Luzerne and Westpiston. West yep,
2: five hundred and Avenue, West Westpiston.
0: So a lot of cool toys. I know you have a lot of the movie maniacs. I know you have a lot of Matrix stuff and a lot of awesome power stuff. Thank yep. you so much for coming out.
2: Thank you. Thank you for you being on the
0: show. Yeah, you, you were great, and I, I, I love the curtains and everything behind you. It was very uh, very um, USC. <laughs> you set it up. It's very it's very <laughs> USC, um, but. <laughs> It was good seeing you. Stay out of trouble. We'll chat again. Thank it makes you. me, when you're watching uh, No One Goes to Sleep in the Woods tonight, I all want right, to hear well, from you. I want to know what you think. Is it okay?
1: okay. So, uh, your auction, all toys? All toys, or
2: is there other stuff? All, mine's all, well, yeah, it's supposed to be all toys. It's called, it's called Rob's Toy Box Mania 4. So,
0: so like, there's that's pretty
2: other cool. Uh, be Halloween make just passed.
0: Affair. That'd be amazing. Halloween yeah. just passed this weekend. Do you have a favorite horror? What was your, what's your favorite horror film? We've been doing it on the show, I've so I'm just like curious.
2: Candyman. I've always been like a fan of Candyman.
0: <laughs> Paul what? hates Candyman.
1: Why? I thought it sucked. I thought it was bored. <clears throat> I was bored. Tell him, Michael. Tell what him how like good bored? Candyman is. What do you like,
2: Paranormal Activity?
1: I oh. do. That's it, not my favorite movie, but Candyman.
0: <laughs> also, wait, it just to took get better. Get like gets better.
1: Michael. too long Michael gets better.
0: Michael gets better. Yeah, no, the myth, I told him, I tried to explain that. Um,
2: it,
0: it's not online, Kyle. It is a live, it's a live event. So uh, you all have to bring is a, a perishable can of food. I know you, you're a poster worker. You got a lot of uh, things to carry right now. Um, what I would say. Kyle, if so, I go, I'll send you pictures. <laughs> you can take <laughs> some. Can, you can try, you can try to, maybe guys, he can send you money. He can sell you money and get what he wants. Yeah, um, we'll figure it what out. What I would say. I, I you're right. Candyman for me is always about the myth building. I always love the concept that that, and it's actually one of the reasons why Wes Craven's new Nightmare is one of the better Nightmare in Elm Street movies. The idea that the myth builds the villain into something bigger than everything else. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Ready, Michael? Paul does not like an American Werewolf in London.
1: About <sighs> the ending stuff. The ending was whack. <laughs> I'm
0: like it, the no, ending where so he, the, the difference where he with takes Candyman. Upon, where he tears apart it, London, that listen, ending, and then he gets here, shot in the corner?
1: Listen, the difference between Candyman and American Werewolf in London is the build-up in American Werewolf in London was great. And then the issue is is that the build-up was so good, it just fucking ended the movie out of nowhere. So he's now he's this giant werewolf in London, and they just kill his ass, and then the credits roll, and you're like, what the? And then Candyman, the build-up was basically... Too long, boring. And then when he finally starts, it's it, it's so it's there's
0: I don't know. I'm real, Michael. Just shake your time head. Time. It's what it's I do. Show. Just shake your head, Michael. Just be like, <laughs> see, I just like I, just
2: I like that. It is kind of like an urban legend. Well, not a real urban legend, but like you know, like like when I was a kid, you know, there was what was it, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary in the in the bathroom mirror.
0: Actually, mm-hmm. Moscow, Moscow had the one on the on the boulevard. Boulevard. The boulevard. The boulevard. You you remember it? Yeah. Yeah, In Moscow and Pennsylvania, yes, if you drove, right, the satanic worshiping people that were out there, but if you drove the highway, you were supposed to see the ghost. If you turned your lights on, she came and sat with you or whatever, and, like, everybody drove the boulevard, especially around Halloween and when we are in Moscow. So I love love those stories, and I love the the idea of building a legend by it, and then I love the idea that the legend has to be fit. Like yeah. it has, it needs to be, it needs to be satiated. And I, I, I actually think Wes Craven's New nightmare is great, but I think it's a, it owes a lot to Candyman. Yeah. It's like Wes Craven got, to, got to look at Freddie, you know, 20 years after the fact and go, Hey, 10, 12 years after the fact, whatever. And go, Hey, I, you look what, look what Candyman's doing. Maybe I can do that with Freddie and then I can make it kind of meta. You know what I mean? Like with the movie. Yeah. So I, they're very similar, but good call. I, I, Paul, you know, Paul and I fight about we fight about horror movies all the time because we just like I'm like what works works for me and what doesn't. I try to. I love Cabin in the Woods. Also, I love you know,
2: like I love where you're doing, doing humor. Now,
0: it. yeah, when we're getting we're get when we get to uh, we're actually doing this. You're gonna love this. We're doing a watch party, so we're gonna do a watch party. Paul is writing professional comedic jokes. I'm just writing kind of off the cuff improv stuff that goes along yeah. with being a horror movie fan. And we're going to do a watch party with Cabin in the Woods in the next couple of weeks. So right. pay attention for History that. Theater S. yeah ish yeah um, ish. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But look for that and and thank you so much for coming. You were amazing. You thank you. Have a great day. Say hi to your kids and everybody. I will. Good seeing. You. And say hi to your brother. I haven't talked to your next brother
2: forever. Well, he's closer to you.
0: He's down in Georgia. Is he really? I yeah. have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to dig him up too. Yep. <laughs> tell him it was good. It was good talking to you and great I'll seeing meet. you, Michael. Have I'll a great day. You,
2: to you. you too. Thank you. All
1: right. Maybe I'll see you Saturday, buddy.
2: <laughs> That'll be awesome. Thank you, Paul. Bye. No
0: Bye. You know what? I I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel movie motivation is the best thing we do. I know, we, I know. After we. I that, know. We. After that,
1: it kind of just uh...
0: <laughs> it <laughs> no. peters out. We have we have an interesting we have interesting for like ten minutes with other people, and then you and I talking and flapping our gums for another half hours, like mm, Candyman for you. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, fuck you, Kyle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, all right. We'll wait. No. Wait. Wait, wait. Let's talk about Greg's comment first. Which part? the the, oh, the it, last a
1: seven rehash this is that's never that's the part of the show that's never gonna
0: go away. Uh, well. wait can we can we do can we do uh let you're right let's do news first but can we start with the news thing you sent can we talk about how i am not there was a lot of fight and and I will i'm gonna give velvet a lot of credit I'm gonna give you a lot of credit blade got a lot more votes than i was expecting but can we talk about the fact that I am not the only one that thinks Blade 2 is the best. So I sent Blade you the time. article, but I didn't read it.
1: Uh, I ran out of time. So son we'll of to, a bitch. Did you read it? Because I'll read it real quick now because it's five <laughs> reasons. Um, I, I'll just put that. Well, let me do this. This is what we'll do. I'll play the news thing. <laughs> And then I will pull up the article. <laughs> yeah. But I did find it and I did bring this up to JW is that with our one vote last week or a week before? the week before, uh, the argument was Blade 2 is the best Blade. Um, I was like, no fucking way. <laughs>
0: I think... But it's not just um, me. Other people think no, it too. Uh,
1: other people also agree that Blade 2 is the best Blade. And then while I was looking up preparing for the show today, I came across a uh, article, and Facebook, of course, won't load.
0: I feel like uh, you're so troll. Traw- traw- I feel like you're troll. Traw- I feel like you're trolling traw- like traw- like traw- me because the picture you have, you have the blade to the best blade, and then you have a picture. Yeah, I have a blade, blade one picture. <laughs> the original blade.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because
0: that's the, the, the most, that's the more In my mind, me. it's
1: the best one. But. Uh, so this guy wrote and I guess he talked about Blade the week before, but I didn't read that article. And I guess he's gonna talk about Blade Tree. <laughs> blade Trinity Blade Tree. Blade, <laughs> blade well, that's Tree. A version. Blade, that's a Scratch version. Blade <laughs> so Tree. He's gonna talk about Tree. Trinity afterwards. And Facebook's going so slow, but he gave up five reasons why Blade Two is the best Blade. Um and Okay, oh, let, let
0: me let me see if I can find it. No, nah, it's loading. So
1: five reasons Blade Two is one of the best Marvel movies outside of the MCU. So oh. Blade Two is even better than the original. He's saying blah blah blah,
0: blah uh, blah blah. Yeah, Listen it's to
1: you. still the closest, So these are the five reasons. So we'll go through them. So it's still yes, the closest to a horror movie that we've ever gotten from Marvel. The stakes True. couldn't be higher in Blade Two. Blade Two definitely earns its hard R rating.
0: It does. Uh, so, Super gory.
1: So I guess the argument is that everybody skips over the Blade series and talks about Deadpool and Logan as the best rated R movies. Uh, I,
0: I, Guillermo I would, del
1: Toro's I would, stamp on Blade Two is undeniable, which is one of your arguments. Yes. And what were you gonna the, the, you re, the
0: the re, the the Reaper virus, the the vampires that that have the the mandibles that open up, and their jaws fall out, and eventually they're they have like little suckers that come out. Very, um, very Lovecraftian, and kind. That of, I love. I love the villain. The villain, and the villain is one of the the people that hired Deacon Frost from the first movie, and his son has been infected with the virus, and he is actually the person. And the whole virus is designed to kill Blade, but in, instead, right? That's the whole idea. A whole, a whole, uh, uh, you know, amalgam of of crazy, um, horrible vampires that can't be killed. Through normal means, and they have like the double breastplates and like all kinds of cool shit. Yeah,
1: what's what's I'm not agreeing that Blade Two is not great. I'm disagreeing that it's better better than than Blade. Okay, Blade. I mean, Blade One really just uh, you know, it set the it set the standard. I mean, I'm I'm actually upset. I mean, the actor they picked to be the new Blade is a great actor, and I'm very excited about it, but. I mean, Wesley Merge Snipes is still around. Yeah, he still looks the same. Basically, he can still be Blade. So why can't I, I, he? I'm still not. Be I'm not. Blade?
0: You know, I don't. Well, I think part of it, part of it is that the. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Part of it was that he was such a dick on Blade Trinity. That well, that's the a, another <laughs>
1: article that I saw that I guess he was talking about. He recently. burned
0: a lot of. He burned a lot of bridges, right. and he was. And you know what? If you're going to bring him into the MCU, back into the MCU, you're going to have a real problem because the person he had the most trouble with on Blaine Trinity was who? Who do you know?
1: I didn't First read he, the article, but if I had well, to well, guess, yeah, but, yeah, Ryan but
0: this is <laughs> uh, yes, he had a lot of trouble with Ron Reynolds. They they did not get along. It was very much the Jim Carrey, uh, Jim Carrey, um, Tommy Lee Jones kind of um, vibe that that happened on Batman Forever. So I don't know that he's going to get to come back. Mahershala Ali is a really good actor. He was in green book. He'll be great. He's, been, he's, he's going to be fantastic as blade. I hope they give him the, the kind of um, platform and movie that, that he deserves. Um, I, <laughs> Greg, with regards to, you don't have to bite the hook on everyone trolling. Have you not watched the show? Of course we're going to bite the hook on everyone <laughs> trolling. And especially you trolling. We love when you troll us. Um, I enjoy it. I, I think, I you know, we called you out because you 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 brought up a seven reference for fuck's sake. Um yeah, but It gets too, brought up
1: every show. There's a It, does, theme. it does. Yeah. duck gets brought up every show and seven gets brought up every uh, show. Oh
0: you why did well, you say that? That's like drawing a pentagram on the ground. Uh but yeah, no. I mean I
1: have to re-watch. Maybe that's the next thing I'll do is that I'll re I will do yeah. a blade it rewatch.
0: Also, it also has it also has the, the cool group of vampires that are that are that are Basically designed to kill Blade, but then he has to work. They have to work together, and that's right. led by that's led by Ron Perlman. So you have not only do you have Blade in the movie, but you also have Hellboy, the real Hellboy, in the movie too. So I mean, it.
1: Yeah. See, the issue is is that uh, the. I mean, this is a whole side thing, but yeah, Ron Perlman is the, uh, real Hellboy, but. They did waste a very great new Hellboy in a very shitty movie.
0: Oh, the new Hellboy is terrible. The but new Hellboy is terrible. I would argue that the, the new Hellboy—he was, Hellboy. was a decent Hellboy. But uh, what I would say to you is the reason. There's two reasons the new Hellboy failed. One, everybody wanted to see the Hellboy three that of the Toro was going to do, which again right. ties into the whole Blade two thing. Because if somebody's doing something and doing it well, why are we, why are we going to other people? Yeah, why are we starting a whole new thing? Don't just finish Hellboy 3, the the Hellboy we were supposed to get after the Golden Army, which is the two Hellboy movies are actually also in the running for for comic book legend. Like, they're both great movies. So new Hellboy, not great, but not bad. Like, not so awful that you don't go whatever, but kind of like, "Mm, we didn't need it. A lot of it's fun, but like a lot of it,
1: what's the word I'm trying to... It's the new trap that a lot of movies get stuck in is the fact that uh, they get stuck on really cool CGI stuff and then forget that they actually have to, you know... Do a plot. Have a plausible, yeah. you know, a plot in a movie.
0: <laughs> you know, that helps. But, okay, Um. what are the other reasons for Blade? I've read them all, to you. Oh, okay, we got them all. Okay. I'm just saying... <laughs> I just I, read them Give me I'm going to stand out here...
1: Uh, yeah, the tension is higher. to Al Toro,
0: it's a horror movie. Um, a whole bunch of other stuff. So, yeah, um, Kyle brings up an interesting point. Where does Spawn rank? Um, Spawn, I is like Spawn. A Spawn Marvel? B- no, Spawn's no? not Marvel, but he's asking where is it ranked with regards to the hierarchy of like comic book what movies. The, Spawn's getting remade too. Isn't it? Well, Spawn's Spawn's getting. I think it's going to be a show, though. I don't Jamie think it's going to be. No, Jamie yeah. Fox signed on to be Spawn. I don't think it's yeah. gonna be a show. I think it's gonna be a movie. Movie. I think one movie. Movie. I don't know. Movie, movie. I don't. It's Jamie not Fox on the list. TV. It's not on the list for twenty twenty
1: one.
0: Well, I don't think they started shooting it yet. Jamie Fox is a busy man. He is a busy man. He's got a lot going on. Um, I how does Spawn rank? Spawn the movie. I think it's okay. Leguizamo is good. As, Leguizamo. Good as Leguizamo
1: crushes it in that movie, Yeah, but it everything else is art.
0: kind of like everything else feels kind of rushed and kind of like low budget because it was New Line. It wasn't, it wasn't like a high, like they, I did well at the box office, but it wasn't at the time. I would say most people were running movie theaters or doing whatever, didn't know that Spawn was going to be something. And then it came out and everybody's like, Oh, it's, it's okay. Um, I don't know that it's I, like, I actually think the Spawn animated show from HBO about 10 years, 10 years ago was better because well, he was able to Carling got to do what he wanted. Right. Basically. Um, and that's so um, but okay. So blades out. What's the next thing? Well, I mean, we might as well get this out. We'll start sad. Well, actually, no. This
1: is no, no,
0: no, no. Let's do sad last. Let's do because no, uh, no. You don't want to end sad. You want to go sad and then well, make happy. Okay, okay. But Paul, Kyle brought up a valid point. No movie will be on the list for 2021. One of the things that Paul and I were discussing this week, 2021 is fucking insane. Well, if the movies movie. can
1: open, it'd be it'd be the greatest year of movies I think I've
0: ever remembered. Every actually, weekend, I'm I'm looking at our open. news. Aside from the 2021 movies coming out, all of our other stories are are depressing. I was uh, I'm just no. I'm just I'm looking at my. Mm, they're not great. Like they're not they're not happy. Let's start no, with the uh, I I wrote
1: it so the last two were happy ish. I mean, I saved Blade for later, but you wanted to do it early.
0: Yeah, I didn't. Need to. <laughs> so um, sad, i'm sorry I, i'm sorry let's do the sad <laughs> one first um mean, so okay so rest, peace sean guy, connery. rest in peace sean connery um so here's the thing everybody goes uh, sean connery dies and you go bond but if you look at his career his career is insane he you know he made he made it through bond had a bunch of hits as a bond, as Bond came back and did Never Say Never Again which is a Bond movie that's underrated after they they uh the Broccoli's got the rights back and he was able to redo which is it's essentially redoing Thunderball. um and then 80 in the 80s he kind of crushes it he does Highlander he does The Name of the Rose which is a very underrated movie incredible movie about uh, about murders at a monastery in 15th century the, Italy the Untouchables really good and Untouchables oh, okay. Um, and then One he follows it up on Connery movies. He follows it up and we follows it up with family business where he plays Dustin Hoffman's father. He follows it up with last crusade where he plays in where he plays Harrison Ford's father in 1990. He, he comes out and does the hunt for red October, the Russia house. So he was such, you know, and then he does first night. Um, he does finding Forrester, which is an underrated, uh, School movie, very well done. Oh, Robin Hood. One of and, the best. I mean, Robin Hood, Prince
1: of Thieves is basically, he's <laughs> I mean, playing, it's only yeah. for two seconds, but that's the best Robin Hood. Movie. But it's, it, it's,
0: the, it's the best, it's the best, it's the best moment. I would argue the, the Adventures of Robin with Arrow Flynn is the best, but Prince of Thieves has its fans. Um, and but the, the only thing is that the, the really, um, the mark on his career, the interesting, most funny mark on his career is that. His last movie is *The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen*, which is, meh. trash. Yeah, and it was, and it was a terrible shoot for him. Um, he like, he basically after that movie just decided to stop doing movies. That movie took everything out of him. But here are some other underrated Sean Connery movies. There's a, there's a great Robin Hood and Mar- um, Robin and Marion movie. Um, and just call, uh, basically, uh, he did a movie called, um, the man who would be king. The man who would be king is a fantastic movie with Michael Caine, where he basically, uh, goes and he becomes a, a leader of a, of an indigenous tribe and just fights the British government. Um, he did the wind and the lion. He did, he had so many great performances, great movies, and he was just, um, and an underrated one. I will say my, my, one of my favorite underrated ones uh, is Darby O'Gill and the little people. It's a, it's a Disney movie. Um, or basically, uh, it's, it's about, um, catching leprechauns. It's, it's, it's a movie my dad showed me when I was a kid. It scared the bejesus out of me when I was a kid, but it's such a good movie. And it was so cute because they had little leprechauns and they had little p- pots of gold and Sean Connery's in it. And he's really great in it. Um, and he, of course he's the best Bond ever, right? I mean, there's, you're going to say, you're are you going to say somebody else? It's it's wrong. Yeah. Whoever, Daniel Craig Daniel, is the best bond. Daniel Craig is not the, best bond. Craig is the Craig, best bond. Daniel Craig, is has gotten has gotten some really good material. Skyfall is one of the better Bonds. Um, but Connery is the Bond that Connery had. Connery's Bonds are almost so iconic that they they make all the other Bonds look they pale in comparison. Doctor No, from Rush with Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball. You know, diamonds are forever. They're all really good bonds. There's there's very few in his in his uh, arsenal that aren't considered great bonds. And Goldfinger's just a titch above Skyfall for me. Just We talked about this way back when in a theater in, in Dixon City. You and I talked about this. I think Goldfinger's still the best bond of all time. Skyfall's great, but Connery will always be remembered as Bond. But so many great roles. Hunt for October, uh, The Untouchables. Uh, you know,
1: Indiana the Jones,
0: Ryan, okay. right? Indiana the Jones, the last Crusade. Marco Ramius is one of the greatest, uh you know, sea captain characters ever. So I mean, there's so many good movies he did. He had he had a whole other career aside from Bond, even though Bond was big enough to basically be the number one thing in any of his obituaries. But so many great movies and so many legends. Like what I what I was most so pleased with over the weekend. Not pleased that he died, obviously, but pleased that there were there were shout outs from Harrison Ford, Kevin Costner, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, the luminaries that, that put out stories about him were incredible. And and I just I, I he'll be missed. It's just another one of the things that make 2020 suck. And um uh, And it you know, sucks.
1: What a bad week to die.
0: Like it, it just,
1: I mean, people are going to talk about it, but everything's been so dominated by other stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> yes,
0: that's that's, fucking... that's the truth. That that's the truth. But it, but Sean Connery passing was was one of those things for me. I remember watching the Bond movies with my dad when I was a kid. So I was like, I, I you know, I'm really feeling the age thing. And I, I put up bro, a picture. I put up a yeah, picture. There's yeah. if you can think you're cool in life. But the picture I put up with him leaning against an Aston Martin with his feet up, in some sun-drenched portion of the world that we'll never know, in a three-piece handcrafted suit—you can think you're fucking cool all you want. You can. You I don't guess, get Bond cool. <laughs> you don't get that cool. <laughs> and even Craig, like cool. even the new Bonds, not like none of the new Bonds have that. Like that picture I put up, I, I just I was stunned. Uh, uh,
1: Craig's version of him leaning against that's pretty good. But, you know, um, I mean, he's the number two Bond in my book, which is fine. I mean, he's still – I mean, it's that him is, Craig, that is That is blasphemy.
0: Else. He's the number he's two Bond else. in my book. That's crazy. I it's love him Craig as James Bond. Everybody's I, you entitled can lo- to their opinion. You Gatling can love Bond. him all you want, but you got. I think you should rewatch some of like, – I, I, just rewatch the Connery Bonds. The Connery Bonds are – they're, I think they're you mind blowing. And, and then, because
1: they're well, then, your.
0: Well, no, I, I think I'm, a, I'm. My actual bond, if you really want to talk about it, my bond was Roger Moore. Oh, fucking, I, I, oh, I. I was going to
1: say, if you say Pierce Brosnan,
0: I'm ending this podcast. I grew up done. with Roger Moore. No, I grew up with Roger Moore. Roger Moore was in my, in my. When you discover Bond, and then your dad takes you and watches the old Bond so, to go. Yeah, that's a good Bond. You know, that's cute for your eyes only is cute, and Moonraker's cute, and they're, they're cute bonds. Um, the Spy Who Loved Me was one was one of my bonds, but then you watch the originals and you go, "Holy fuck, he's killing people. He's dropping like toasters and fucking fucking bathtubs and just I, I I bow down. Sean Connery was amazing, and Last Crusade was a was such a capper to the career where he got to essentially. You know uh, Spielberg talked about it the one time the casting for it. They're like, we're casting Indiana Jones's father, and he's sitting in a room with George Lucas, and George Lucas is like, I don't know who the hell we're gonna get for this, and he goes, Oh, George, it's easy, it's simple. There's only one person that can be our our Indiana Jones's dad, and George Lucas is like, Who? He's like, Oh, James Bond. James Bond is Indiana Jones's dad. That, (laughs) and and George Lucas, they signed off, they sent out, they sent out a thing, and uh yeah, signed on, and it's him and Ford, him and Ford, apparently got along amazingly too. Like they, they, and and him and Costner got along really well too. Um, so I, uh, we'll miss him. He was one of the uh, one of the great actors, one of the great manly men. Like he said some things in interviews that got him in a lot of trouble, and um, yeah. so we'll never see anyone like him again.
1: Okay, let's. It's a bummer. Rest, it's a bummer. Rest, rest, in this-
2: Sean
1: rest in peace, Sean Connery. Continue on the sad story train to get him out of the way. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, G- Greg's uh, comment I'm not going to address because thats I don't know what this list is. Really? Brosnan?
0: David Niven? Who the fuck's David Niven? David Niven that's is – you know, wait a second. Wait, I want to go through this. So you think Timothy Dalton, George Lazenby. Lazenby is underrated, but he only got to play Bond once, so you can't be a great Bond if you don't get more than one shot at it. He had the very good fortune, though, of being in one of the better Bond movies, which is on Her Majesty's Secret Service, which, of course, had Diana Rigg and a bunch of other really good things. Bond got married. Really good storyline. Um, but you can't be the best Bond if you only have one but more. Than, you don't have more than one Bond, in my opinion. Brosnan's OK. Uh, Roger Brosnan's Moore's the OK. Worst bond. The David worst Niven bond. is an odd choice, Brosnan again, he, the worst Bond. He, David David Niven's okay, also, but again, he's another Bond that only got one shot, and it's kind of a weird Bond. Casino, the original Casino Royale, is a comedy movie with Woody Allen as the bad guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I had to address it because we've been arguing about it. We've been arguing about Bonds. It's
0: on brand, and I mean, this isn't the first
1: episode. Me and Greg argued about.
0: Yeah, and also, uh, Greg, we don't. It's not that we bite on everything, but we're an interactive show. We want people we want people to be involved and, and say their piece and get everything out. And what would it be if like you put up a list of bonds and we didn't respond? Yeah. Uh,
1: but to continue on sad train, sad train. Uh, is Johnny Depp done. Yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's been done for well, a while, I mean, but easy. I think he, I, 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 here's the story I was reading. Um, and basically what they're looking at now. So he loses the trial in London going after one of the tabloids uh for calling him a wife beater. He loses that trial. It's a libel trial. He loses the trial. It goes poorly. And now it looks as if everything's kind of falling in on itself. So no like it doesn't look like he's going to get into the new Pirates of the Caribbean. It looks like they're going to completely reboot and start with a start with a female pirate that's a part of the the Pirates of the Caribbean lore at Disney World. Um he looks like he's being systematically phased out of fantastic beasts and where to find them because they've they've cast him as the villain but this villain Grindelwald right in the movies can change his appearance so they could essentially make him into a character and then just get rid of Johnny Depp and there's a big talk in Hollywood that he's just tainted and just his box office days are behind him what do you he
1: think? Johnny will never be done. I mean, people still love him. And I mean, he had a great career. I think depends what's, if he makes the right moves. Everybody can get redemption.
0: I'm not saying last? nobody
1: deserves another chance. Yeah. But I think he's got to go do – he's got to go what made him good. He's got to go back and do these weird movie if- roles and – indie movies and really prove that he what? still got it and then here's where here's that. where
0: i would say here's where i would answer um melissa missy um johnny will never be done if you have a, you have disney and disney goes we don't need captain jack sparrow we think we can make a pirates of the caribbean movie without him it's a bold move but a, but mean, it's also they don't think here's they need the thing it.
1: that's gonna apply to any actor in that big of a well, production. It, if you have anything wrong with you, you are not like, especially in this vein, even if he is allegedly, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know whatever happened, but he can do a lot of other things. He's just not going to get those paydays anymore because he's not there, nobody's gonna associate him with that big of a project. Maybe down the
0: road, if he goes and does some other shit and works his way well, back, there was, and talk, there the good was and, one of, one of the things that was being talked about and bandied about a little bit. Um, the Batman franchise needs a new Joker. He's been rumored for that. That's not going to happen. So I don't. I don't know. I maybe you know. Um, but then in the same token, and I know, I know, um, Velvet will be very happy. Apparently, the Justice League movie this week is adding Jared Leto to the Justice League Snyder cut. Which is he just reshooting a whole movie at this point? I, I, I don't. I don't know. I They put, they've put a lot of money into it and they've also put in, they put enough time in where they feel they can get another movie out of it as well. So not only. I, uh, are we get...
1: I agree with that, Kyle, that there shouldn't be any more pirate movies, but they make so much money that they're not going to not make more
0: of those. Well, and I think, I, 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 think, I think they petered off at the end, but I mean, who? Knows? I think the quality, there was a quality control issue with the pirate movies. They made so many sequels that they just stopped making sense. And once you get past the three, where the main where you had um, Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley, who kind of like Sparrow All was together. Well, yeah, they, but Knightley and Bloom were the main focus of the movies, and Sparrow could. Uh, I, I equate Jack Sparrow very much to um, the Hulk in the Avengers franchise. He's great in small doses, but you still need a hint. You still need a Black Widow and uh, an Iron Man. And Captain America to have the rest of the stuff going on, you know. What I mean? And Loki, you know what I mean. You still need a good villain. You need you need all those things. The Hulk's great, the small doses, and then but Captain Jack for me was always that way. Like great character, amazing. Well, he, I, I, once it got focused on him, that's when the movie's kind of like. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Lando Bloom and Karen Nyberg are the straight man. Jack Sparrow's ridiculousness, yeah, and
0: and, the, and their story was always their story was always, um, interesting to me. But I think I think if you if he gets cut out of Fantastic Beasts, if we get there and that happens, that'll be sad for him.
1: Well, he'll be be out of big projects, but he can go do more. uh, Why can't I think the what's the Into the Deep is that his movie that or is it the like the Ninth Gate? The Ninth Gate. The Ninth Gate. Yeah, you could go do that or something. Yeah, go back to doing what Johnny Depp did before he became. Because I think that. Here's my argument is that I think Johnny Depp's a great actor. He did a lot of great shit. Then he became Jack Sparrow and he stopped doing great shit.
0: He kind of just, he just <laughs> so, fed off of it. I agree. And I think yeah, he just fed he gets off wrapped of it. Up, he stopped doing he gets, wrapped up with, he gets wrapped up with Amber Heard and then that is a destructive, toxic relationship. We've all been in them. You know what I mean? Like the person that you can't get enough of, but also that just, you know, lights a flame yeah. to every. every inch of your soul and you just wanna you just want to kill you know what I mean like you just you can't and you have to get away but you don't you don't know at the time it's like being drawn a moth to a flame um well, but yeah I, but look at like just to um, argue my
1: point is like uh, I'm trying to look on his IMDB page so here's whoa, I'm actually it's a pretty solid point so after the Curse of the Black Pearl is the first one, right? Um,
0: okay, wait. I mean, I think Black Pearl's first. It's Black Pearl. It's Black Pearl.
1: There's a window there where he still did some good shit. Like, Black Pearl, then Once Upon a Time in Mexico is also 2003. That's a great movie. Secret Window's a great movie. But then after that, it is... Dog shit City. Uh, well, no. I mean, all Swinnie the Todd. Caribbean movies. Sweeney Todd, Todd was like really the one that snuck that's, in there. That's him with... Rango snuck with, in there. Yeah, Probably that's M&M's him with... Rum that's, Diary. Maybe my arg, argument's poop. <laughs> uh, well, you, <laughs> well no, you know... There's was, a couple okay. that sneak in there, but there's a lot of bad ones.
0: Yeah, he did. The Lone Ranger was awful. Transcendence was awful. Tusk was awful. The tourist. In, in, mordecai was awful mordecai was awful uh the alice movies were terrible uh fantastic Beast isn't great you know what i mean like um and what is he? guy he's got nothing co- like he's got nothing where you go i don't there's nothing in coming up that you go uh, is there hope is there hope for him yeah, I mean, that?
1: before that blow from hell chocolate sleepy hollow the ninth gate
0: astronaut's wife loading, he actually did he actually did Brasco. have a, he did have a bunch of good movies actually um yeah blow especially blow is actually one of those movies that when you watch it over and over again and finding neverland was really good too but he did do the horrible charlie and the chocolate factory which wasn't great yeah it was really uh,
1: yeah and that all started when he became uh you know, once he became yeah, Jack Sparrow, I, I would like him
0: to. I, I'd like him to find his indie roots, go back, maybe make a, a you know, a, a decent, dramatic movie, do something, get away from it all, stay away from everybody, kind of just do it. Um. Uh, to go
1: backwards, you know what I mean? You got to go back and you do, gotta what go you
0: gotta back, do You got to go back and make 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 a new omelet or something. But sad story. What what else we got? Um
1: trying to keep in the direction of trying to get this one. I did not read this
0: one, so you're going to have to take the lead on this one. Okay, so um, this week, uh, or a couple weeks ago, uh, HBO Max released a new version of The Witches. It's directed by Bob Zemeckis, and Hathaway's in it. The Witches is, of course, a classic movie from the 90s with uh, Angelica Houston. Basically, about a a kid fighting a bunch of witches at a convention. Um, They're evil witches. Um, But the movie... um, has all kinds of backlash garnered around it because of, from the disability community. Um, Warner Brothers has already apologized for any offensive caused. Prominent members of the disability community, including campaigners, Paralympians, Paralympic game organization have condemned the depiction of the eponymous characters in the witches saying the use of distinct impairments in the hands of the Anne Hathaway character is offensive to those with limb differences. And the movie uh, Anne Hathaway's character is shown with hands that are similar to the limb abnormality Ectrodactyl, otherwise known as split hand, which is typified by the absence of one or more central digits on the hand or foot. Uh, British Paralympic swimmer Andy Murray was one of the first to call out the studio for the imagery. Basically, what's happened here is the disability community has called out and said, "You've given, you've made a movie for children where you've given the the villain characters actual physical characteristics that some people have." and it's not it's not you know the idea that kids could get confused between somebody who has a real disability and a witch um it, it's kind of it's kind of an interesting place but it's also like it's like one of those areas where you go i'm sure if they'd done the design a little bit better it wasn't you know it wasn't as offensive maybe you don't give crazy villains in in kids horror films the exact same things that are actually that actual people suffer through. So maybe you just need somebody going, Hey, we need to, uh, we need to, we need to watch this. I
1: haven't personally seen the movie or am aware of the affliction that people are talking about, but, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's a stretch, uh, to be offended. I, Sometimes you get stretchy, think, Sometimes you stretch. Don't yeah, watch it. Don't like it. Don't watch it. You when know what I, I mean? think, don't show your kids. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, and also, you know, it's a movie; it's fake; it's not real. Teach your kids what's real. There you go. It's called parenting.
0: Do your fucking job. <laughs> well, and, I, and I, but when you hear, okay, so basically, when you hear it, you know, here's what I would say: You have Paralympics people who are, who are stepping forward, and disability advocates. Or uh, is this the kind of message we want kids to receive that having three fingers is a witch's attribute? It's an extremely damaging portrayal. Disability should not be associated with evil, abnormality, disgust, fear, or monsters. And I tend to agree with that. There, there's an easier remedy to right. But like, so now, no bad guy
1: in any movie can have three fingers
0: because it's related to you know what I'm saying. Like, no, where do we draw the line? I don't think. I don't think. I I think. <laughs> I think what they're saying so there, is... is
1: the dude in Speed a terrible depiction because he blows up. Buses, but he's missing a finger. Like, at
0: where? No. Are you gonna, once you no, start but making speed, eat, isn't for kids. You know what I mean? I think what Me I would, is would say. The it, witches? Is it? I don't know. It's a yeah. Horror the witches. Movie. It, it, no, it's not a horror movie. It's a kids movie. It's it's a it's a but, fantasy adventure. It's it's from Roald Dahl, who did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So I understand where they're coming from. I I I feel like Warner Brothers dropped the ball in the sense that we're in a time where this is something you should have. That, that is a professional joke. Um, but I think it's one that you're right. I, I Expecting parents to be able to, to say, hey, Three Fingers isn't a witch's attribute. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, I, but again, that's not a kid's movie. And what they're saying specifically. Batman? Batman. Batman Returns? You feel Batman Returns is a kid's movie?
1: Well, then if you say that's not a kid's movie, then no superhero movie is a kid's movie.
0: No, I think Batman Returns is one of the darker kids' movies.
1: Well, it's you're a kids saying that, yes.
0: I don't yes. know the Batman Returns, I, I never view Batman and Batman Returns as, as particularly kids' I mean, versions. Both of
1: Batman movies are kids' movies, it's superhero movies. What are you You're not going to bring kids that read comic books, especially mm-hmm. what? Like, no, it's a kids' movie. I, don't I know would what to argue, tell you. I would I argue. Love-
0: I would argue that that's possible. um <laughs> Batman Returns came in '92, but I agree with you. But what I would say is, oh, um, that's
1: a great argument, Kyle, for the win. Batman no. is a movie; it has a toy line. They sell toys <laughs> for the movie. What do you? Yeah, everybody agrees that, with me. I don't it's think they, Batman. It, yeah. what? It's it's <laughs> a superhero. It's based off comic books. There's
0: toys. How Those old toys would, would be, the movie? How old would the person be that you show? You can Batman? buy a
1: Happy Meal and get a Batman toy. Like, like what? <laughs> like,
0: well, I didn't. Well, I didn't say they. Yeah. Said they didn't sell the shit out of it. I'm just telling you. I think Batman well, Returns. If you're talking about the Penguin and Batman Returns, are, are you saying that all the sexual jokes in Batman Returns are kid friendly? You
1: mean, all the innuendo and all of the Marvel
0: movies. <laughs> Is it as bad as the innuendo in Batman Returns? Mm. Mm. Mm, mm.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying the I mean the
0: rules in the eighties were different. That could have been a they kid's were. movie in the eighties. Now it would it apply? Were. Probably not. I but, just, I think, I mean, I the think 80s they might were under different rules. I think they might have a point, and I think it's one of those things where we have so many people working in studios to not do this, to not fall into this trap. Somebody shouldn't have noticed it.
1: And I maybe think, they thought it through. I agree with that, but should you condemn the movie? Well, I think maybe they should be. Like, maybe you should have thought about it. Maybe I don't know. Good point. I think that. I, you know yeah. what I mean?
0: Look, Well, that's what happened. So, I mean, what I'm saying is, it's it's one of those things that, uh, from what I'm hearing, is a perfectly good movie that now has it has a little bit of a stigma because it's you know it got called out and now it's well here's may not do as well. And this is
1: to not. You know, talk about politics, which I hate, but it applies to everything now. As a as a culture, we are so adverse to discussions. You yes, can't discuss them. You're either offended, and it's got to get canceled, or you know, it's fine. There is no. I agree. Maybe I, we I... should have did this, and then everybody's like, "Oh yeah, you're right. That's you know, our fault, my bad." But now they're gonna hurt the movie. So, and also top of the thing is like so you, you whatever you cause controversy for this movie it a lot of people don't go see it whatever it doesn't make as much money they don't make more all those whatever everybody associated with it doesn't make money you know what i mean like it's there's more to it than it's nobody can just and if you're offended don't watch it you know what i mean it's just like
0: yeah no, no I, I'm, argument I'm that if
1: you get offended by something just don't watch it or don't no, show no, your no, I to it. I you know i think that's i think that's true mean?
0: i i know. But what they're trying to say is hear us out and try to figure it out. I, I think it's, I think it's a more complex issue, but, but I, feel like, I feel like we're going to go well, back. No, I agree, but I feel like <laughs> Warner brothers shot the ball. I feel like Warner brothers dropped the ball. They got caught. And now the movie is kind of getting a little bit, a little bit of a stigma to it. it. And it's, it's something that happens every once in a while when people don't think things out. I don't know. I just, well, the, the, I thought it was my argument is, I
1: think it's reasonable. A, I, I'm not disagreeing. That's reasonable, but like, what are we going to have somebody whose specific job is to sit make sure that nothing in this movie is going to be offensive to the entire You don't world? think they do? You don't think well, people are missed, already doing they that? that? They fucking missed it. <laughs> <what I mean. laughs> well, they, they should be fired. But like uh, if this you of really course want this to, uh, this particular this
0: this particular discussion has allowed that to happen.
1: Yeah, but that's uh. a, correct. Howard the Duck is not a kids movie. And it shouldn't be. It was rated, wasn't Rated R? Like, no. Come on, it's PG. On. Okay, whatever. That's the '80s. Different time, different so time.
0: What about? Um, rated R now? So uh, the election happened this week, this weekend on SNL. Dave Chappelle will return to the SNL stage. That's close. It's very much Chappelle going like this. Um, and <laughs> with the Foo, it's here the here foo somewhere. Fighters. Where is it? There it is. The Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters are actually going to be on SNL as well um great show that is that is a show where you go also, i would love to have tickets SNL,
1: aggressive comedian host year i think has every com every host been a stand-up this season so far oh, well, okay wait last week, week.
0: Mulaney was last week Mulaney had uh, uh-huh. a great Mulaney had a great night i gotta tell you malaney sketches that kid has learned how to write sketches to a an, an Western and Western. degree, um, Chappelle also has, I think it's funny that Chappelle's going to be on the election week episode because Chappelle's sketch about the election last year, last in 2016 is one of the best sketches where basically it's uh, two, it's uh, him and Chris Rock sitting there watching election returns come in with a bunch of white people and just watching the liberal white people freak out and Chappelle going, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen here. You know, yeah. the, the, it's just one of the great sketches. Um, so well, I think it's I, I, the last time he hosted was when Trump got
1: elected. So it's only uh, sense that maybe he,
0: who knows, who knows who. Yeah, was, who I, I, was, think, he, I think I, I think Harry, Chappelle. I think Chappelle's gonna have a blast. I think the I think the monologue's gonna kill. Um, yeah, you got what it's been: Rock Burr, Mulaney. Rock Burr, Mulaney, and Chappelle. Chappelle. That's uh, do, you know, do you know why? There's there might be a COVID related reason why. Because comics aren't on to promote anything, and also the comics are that have been coming on, like a couple of them are in things, but they don't need to promote them. And Chappelle certainly doesn't need to promote. Neither does Chris Rock, and Mulaney doesn't really need to promote anything. Burr was what promoting the Mandalorian, which isn't really. So they don't need to. They're they they have nothing to promote. SNL and is usually SNL. When you think about it, SNL is usually a promotional tool, right? Um, yeah. you know, Daniel, Daniel, Craig gets to host SNL two weeks before the new bond is coming out or, you know, Scarlett Johansson gets to, to host because it's two weeks before black widow. You know what I mean?
1: I wouldn't She hosts at some point during this because she's, I think, isn't she married? To-
0: she just got, she just got married to, yeah. to Jost that happened over the weekend yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, so it should be a good show. Something to tune into. Um, last thing on the docket for news: we were talking about earlier. Oh, there's
1: two things left.
0: Oh, two things. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go. Oh, oh, this this tragedy, this train wreck of a oh, thing. Wait. What are you? Is there it's three? It's not moving. Things? No, there's two. No, things. it's two things. So, Wonder Woman. This this story came out um, because we're about Wonder Woman 1984 is supposed to open on December 25th. Um, it is, it, there are a couple other movies opening on December 25th, um, and there are a couple movies opening, and they're, none of them are as major as, as Wonder Woman. There was a there was a news story this week where basically um, the head of Warner Brothers said, we, we have good intentions to open on December 25th, which kind of throws a lifeline out to movie theaters. But then said, um, but we're not going to know until five days before the movie opens. So how does that work? Um, the movie five days before, well, they're not going to, they're not going to commit to theaters until they see what the situation is on December 25th. And they're not going to commit to theaters till December 20th, which means we're not going to see any advertising. They're pulling all the advertising for Wonder Woman. Um, you're not going to see any, and they're not going to make a decision until the December 20th. If they get to December 20th and we're in the middle of the dark winter or whatever's going to happen, they mm-hmm. are going to, could make a decision to just move it out of 2020 and into 2021. And it is, it, it's, it's literally like the, the news story it's, um, what it, what it says in the end that's is a weird. story. It, it's really hoping um, that Wonder Woman is so big of a poll that they don't really need to advertise it. Well, and and that's the thing. In advertising for a movie it usually is about six weeks out. So, we should be seeing advertising for Wonder Woman start to hit if they're going to open, uh, say, around Thanksgiving. There's a, and they they there is one major Christmas uh, Thanksgiving release this year. Um, from DreamWorks called The Crude's a New Age, which is a, a sequel to an animated movie, but it's basically going to be a um, it's going to be in a shortened theatrical window. It's a Universal movie, so they're going to put in a shortened theatrical window, and it will be a video on demand by Christmas. So they don't expect it to do well, but they're putting it out in theaters, and they they're looking for Wonder Woman to be promoted during football and during all the, the holiday, the beginnings of the holiday season if you don't do any promotions there, if there's not a new trailer or if there's not no spots or anything around the crews or anything like that, theater exhibitors are like, that's great. You're going to give it to us on December 25th. But if nobody knows it's here, how, how are we going to get people excited to go back to a theater to see this, this major movie? And in Probably the same, and here uh, so rescheduling the 2021, the 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 justification of it um it basically wonder woman 84's rescheduling to twenty twenty one would 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 end the year end holiday movie going frame which exhibition has been eyeing to lengthen their financial runways type of situation could put big circuits like AMC into bankruptcy or force exhibition to further close like you know we've already seen Regal close down we've already seen different things so it's one of those things where they're not going to do any advertising for it all of the advertising is already out there. So Doritos bags, sweet tart, ropes, uh, Lego toys for the holidays are all already out there. They don't know if they're Everything going to read the treat or whatever and it, in and out. It's already so gone. It, so it's, so we're looking at the idea that exhibitors could know that they're going to, their lifeline could be there, but it, they're not going to know until five days before it opens. And, and tell me what the crunch is going to be to try. If like, say, Say you're like me and you want to see Wonder Woman 84 in the worst way in a theater. What's the crunch going to be trying to get those seats? What's the crunch going to well, be trying to?
1: Well, like, I would imagine just every theater. like In a ch- in a, fr- like, in a chain. Every theater would have it.
0: it. It'd be the only thing every playing. Which is funny because we, when we started the show back up, we talked about Steven Spielberg and George Lucas saying exhibition is headed where? Theaters playing one movie, right? So all those dire circumstances stuff they were talking about ex- the ex- exhibition industry. Wonder Woman could be the first time it happens. Yeah. Also, but- I think Wonder Woman is also one of the movies that I would I would say to you could could help the theater and industry. Tenet was not one of it, but Wonder Woman is one of the ones oh, I think could. could.
1: Black Widow could, but yes. they don't seem interested in doing that. And the issue is yeah. that. Uh, half the theaters aren't open anymore. So AMC, yeah, it,
0: the the scary so part hang here is on, they're like, just not going. Yeah, they're just not going to know, and they're hoping that for for Wonder Woman for Christmas, so that it it gives them a little bit of length to try to get into 2021 to pay off the creditors, and be able to keep the theaters open and and going. But now Warner Brothers drops this on them. And it's like, and then the other side of it that the last part of the article states that Warner Brothers is is committed to making sure it premieres in a theater but that the window is not going to be long so it literally could play two or three weeks get into january and be on video on demand at home that's ridiculous why would they yeah. do that not, i don't know because it's because they s- nobody else
1: has anything to do there's no other movies just have it run i i don't do
0: know you They they they
1: they've,
0: they've kind of they've kind of i i think they've kind of like uh I'm not going to lie. They haven't done bad with tenant tenant. Hasn't done what everybody thought it was going to do, but tenant like right now, the global take um, is at 347.1, 53.8 domestic box office. Um, But you know, if, if wonder woman 84 flees Christmas, uh, we could also see Disney pull free guy. We could see, we could see Disney pull death on the Nile. We could see like all of these things that are, that exhibitors are, Hoping and praying are it's there. Right. The guys, Christmas right now too, right? December twentieth. Yeah. So, just a nightmare scenario, and with Warner Brothers kind of going, we don't know. We're not well, free moving guys
1: it. Doing it. Smart. They're uh, the way they're advertising it. They're still advertising it, but they're doing it cheaply.
0: Yeah, and I, they're doing I it. I I just don't know what's going to happen. But this is I don't one know of the, when. This is one of the ones where they just don't know what the fuck they're going to do. So it's, I. I
1: well, I, don't I could know. also kind of see the, the idea of having a shorter window, because I mean, if theaters do, if some if by some miracle, say by Christmas, theaters are fully open, rocking, you know what I mean, going yeah, close to normally possibly can. All of them are open; they're showing movies. I mean, we were talking about a twenty twenty one, so packed. How can you have a long run? Yes, of that's Woman?
0: There's like a blockbuster coming out every twenty. Well, 20- 2021. Uh, I'm looking at the list now. Okay. So 20 to get, and this is another thing we're going to talk about. So this is actually a good, a good headway. 2021. Uh, it starts in February. You have Cinderella, the Kingsman, Antlers, the Courier, Tom Clancy's without remorse. That leads into February 26th. That goes all the way to March 5th, Ghostbusters Afterlife, a new Tom and Jerry movie. The Many Saints of Newark, which is the Sopranos movie sequel, prequel actually, um, Tomb Raider Two, Morbius, all in March. The Boss Baby, all in March. So you have five movies open on five, uh, four movies open in, in four different weeks. April, you have No Time to Die first week, Re- Reminiscence, Last Night in Soho, and A Quiet Place Two in within three weeks of each other. Then May, you have Black Widow. The 21st, you have Godzilla versus King Kong and Spiral from the Book of Saw. And then May 28th, you have F9, Cruella, and Infinite. That leads into June. June has Samaritan, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. That's June 4th. June 11th has Jurassic World Dominion. June 18th has In the Heights, which is the the highly anticipated uh, movie musical from Lin-Manuel Miranda, right? And then June 25th, a week later has yep. Venom. Let there be carnage. Uh, yeah. And then it goes to July and July has minions. The rise of Gru. July 2nd top gun Maverick July 2nd. So for July 4th, top gun, uh, July 9th has Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings, which is the new Marvel movie. Is a new Asian Marvel superhero. Um, Friday, July 16th has Space Jam with LeBron James yep. and Uncharted with, with Tom Holland. Uh, July 23rd has Old and The Tomorrow War. And then Friday, July 30th has The Jungle Cruise movie.
1: Yeah, every week is just bang. Every
0: week is bang, yeah. bang, bang. Friday, August 6th, either. Suicide Squad yeah, and Hotel be- Transylvania. Yeah, And then Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which is a sequel to uh, Ryan Reynolds' movie that found a lot of love. Friday, September thirtieth, uh, you have yeah. a Jackass sequel, and then the bad guys. Friday, October 1st, you have Dune. Two weeks later, you have Halloween Kills and The Last Duel. Yeah, every month. every month. And then, and then, <laughs> I read it earlier. And, and November November, September, like, yeah. November, Fantastic Beasts sequel, Dungeons & Dragons, the first live-action real Dungeons & Dragons movie. Some Disney movie, a live-action movie. King Richard... On? Mission Impossible sequel, yeah, it didn't work, but this one's going to work because it's they've actually got good people involved. Um, uh, and then December you have uh, American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story, S- the Spider Man sequel, allegedly, allegedly. I didn't think they finished the only. Matrix, the Matrix Four, and Sing Two and Babylon on December twenty fifth. So 2021 could be the biggest. And I, did I mention Halloween Kills in October? Because that's yeah. going to do great. I mean, so, it, I mean
1: that's the type of year that could save movie theaters if it actually happens. But I agree with Missy. They're like, it's just a matter of time before all that shit gets pushed back unless they change it. And I got to be honest. In the beginning, I was like, you know what? We got to protect people. And, but at this point, I mean, what we're doing is not, obviously not working. So, I think
0: well, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm be a little up, guys, I, I think, think I think I think it all has to do with what ha- what happens next. What happens yeah, in the next 24 to 48 hours? Yeah, make I, a know big keep,
1: I, I know we keep hinting at politics and then try to avoid it. Is mm-hmm. my point is so even if we get away from the orange monster mm-hmm. and into somebody better, uh, what is? Because here's my argument is that. That somebody better said he's not going to close the economy back down. He is going to get rid of the virus. How is he going to do that? Uh So we still need to survive. I, I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But I, I think, I, I think for whatever reason, if we get to twenty twenty one, theaters could be saved. But getting to 21, F- 2021, F- 2021 F- and F- what, yeah, they have to. They and getting there has been problematic. Now there are a couple movies coming out this week, but um, uh. Let Him Go, which is a a Kevin Costner, Diane Lane movie that looks really good. Um, I'm very excited about it, actually. Um, Also, the Tom Hanks movie. There's a Tom Hanks movie coming out about a a former general in uh, the Civil War who goes from town to town delivering news of the world. It's called News of the World. It sounds really interesting. It's a Western about, uh, and he basically finds a child uh, lost on the range, and he he basically has to get it back to her family. Um, so, like an old school type uh, western with Tom Hanks, and he's got a beard, and he's, you know, it looks really good. Um, and Costner's new movie looks really good too. So I, I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Get rid of all the bullshit rules.
1: And I'm not saying the social distancing and the mask rules. You got to keep those. But the percentage rules and what can be open and what can't. It's all gonna go away. You got to open up to the point where you can do it. W- if you're a giant movie theater, open up to whatever you can fit people in there safely. Give the businesses the control to decide how many people they can fit in. What's the difference between 25% and as many people as you can fit in there? If somebody <laughs> if somebody's in there that's sick, everybody's fucked. It doesn't matter the percentage that you're in there. Well, and, it,
0: and that's the thing. It's going to be whether or not people want to take a chance. But what's yeah. the, is, that, is that the yeah. last story? Is that the last story we had?
1: Oh, no. Uh a weekly Ryan Reynolds segment I call it now since I always find a way uh every week
0: to I love
1: this find a Ryan Reynolds show what's, <laughs> what's, what's what's it? It. this is this
0: is the but, red notice movie
1: yeah so they just uh Ryan Reynolds posted a Instagram story which I thought was fun um that him and the rock both did at the same time so Ryan Reynolds and the rock kind of have a
0: yeah this art, is uh art this is live going on this is one of the most eagerly anticipated Netflix movies in, in, in the upcoming year. So, uh, uh, this, this is a big, loud action. Uh, apparently, some sort of comedy in it as well. Um, spies, spy stuff. Some sort of spy movie called Red Notice. Um, it, the cast is you yeah, got Wonder yeah, Woman, yeah. The Rock, and Ryan Reynolds.
1: But can't really, can't really and go wrong. Posted an Instagram story. I mean, basically thanking everybody for finding a way to finish wrapping the movie in the bubble. So they did a bubble to finish the movie, and Ryan Reynolds' day yeah. was today. I don't know if The Rock was. So it was kind of nice to see, like that. You know, they're showing that it can get done. They're showing that you know that you can safely finish filming movies, and that they're finding a way, and that you don't have to. You know, everybody's all right. Yeah, it was a nice story. If you want to like Instagram, go back. It's
0: it. Good. it is a good story. It, it, uh, they work really hard to get the movie done, they work really hard to be safe. So we can appreciate that. And this is a good, a good segue for you. That's a good segue yeah. for you to get your Ryan Reynolds love in. It's, <laughs> it's well good.
1: It's also because it's a Netflix movie. You can't delay Netflix movies. So when it's no, done, they, they done. Just happen. on a Netflix, they just happen when yeah. they
0: happen. Um, okay. So we did the, we did do the list. We didn't get a lot of responses. Um, and Paul and I were talking about this. We don't know if it's us or if it's the response to, or if it's the poll questions. So we're going to put it out to you, right? Where we're thinking about doing this, like how we're going to do this is basically Paul's leaving right in the middle of it. Like, no, you're on your own, <laughs> you're on talking. your own, you're on your own, you're on your own chubby. Um, so we had, a, we had a couple ideas, um, because we, the last couple, last couple weeks we've done the, we've done the polls, haven't got a lot of responses. So we do want to do the one that everybody wanted to do that. Everybody said we need to do, we need to do, we need to do. We're going to do best score and best soundtrack, two separate five. So it's two fives within the same comment. So it's best soundtrack and then best, best, um, score. So, like an example would be a soundtrack might be Footloose, and a score might be the Star Wars theme. That's a, that's the easiest way to do it. Um, also, so, I'm, saying, I'm
1: putting the gauntlet down that if this is the third week in a row, that we're gonna have to change how we do the show. No life, it's gone. I am yeah. I am making the
0: executive decision that we'll figure out something else. And we have a couple five we five have five. a couple ideas so you guys wanted soundtracks and scores we're gonna do soundtracks and scores we would like we would like to get a decent amount we didn't get a lot of responses we only got about what 10 five responses maybe basically what happened is people and Missy put hers in
1: here so we'll talk about it but basically what happened is uh <laughs> they uh
0: basically whatever got mentioned basically was the top five that's how little different amount of yeah, so got. like the movies, the movies that had the best American president. The American president came up. Dave came up. Air Force One came up. That's Independence great. Day came up a couple of times. Um, so uh, Deep Impact came up for for some people because Morgan Freeman's in it a decent amount. Uh, we had some quirky. We had some quirky ones too. Like so, I would say uh, I, I, one of my favorites, and it's 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 a great movie. The American President is a wonderful. Romantic comedy with Michael Douglas and Martin Sheen and uh, and um, and that Benning. That's fantastic. Olympus is Fallen came up. A lot of people voted for Olympus is Fallen. Um, all three of them.
1: Uh, and, you well, know, deep- sure. deep-
0: one's pretty bad, but the first two are really good. Um, and and Lincoln Park. Lincoln definitely deserved to be on the list. Lincoln is one of the best movies about the intricacies of uh, like, first off the Daniel Day Lewis performance is off the charts, but what's interesting, the most interesting thing about Lincoln was Lincoln working with people on the opposite side of the aisle from him to get something major passed. Right. It's, it's one of those movies that when and one of the greatness of the great things about the movie was watching Lincoln, um, you know, make, make moves to be able to get his legislation passed that he wanted so badly. So, You know, um, would we have liked to see more uh, president movies? Sure. But this this is a decent list. JFK came up. um, But JFK, like JFK for me, isn't really a president movie. It's about the assassination of a president, but it's more about it's more about Costner's, uh, you know, uh, DA hunting down. I'm trying to figure out
1: how to do that. Velvet's got to show me. She said that there's a way to do a poll where people can add their things to. But okay, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll work on uh, that too. So some to of it, my soundtracks, and then you can add to it. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'll figure. the problem. The
0: problem with learn. the problem with that for us. <laughs> the problem with that for us, Kyle, is I and Paul and I try to do this. I try not to. I don't want to sway anything. I, I, when we pick our when we pick our subjects, I have definitive things that I I expect to see on the list, <laughs> and my, I'm always afraid. And Paul knows this. I'm always afraid of saying something and getting, getting something more votes than it might not have gotten. So
1: well, this week I put my five
0: in it. I know and you did. It's pretty
1: similar, but you know what I didn't see, and you know what I don't see anybody talk about it anymore. So is there a reason why? it doesn't show remember that movie bulworth?
0: Bulworth's a great movie that? but it's not about a president it's about a senator.
1: Right, it's a political movie but
0: but it, yeah. It, no, it's it's a great movie. It's about uh it's about a Warren Beatty is a struggling senator who um starts doing uh gangster rap. At the time it was you know it was gangster rap was huge and um it's kind of got a dark turn. Uh another one that came up was Wag the Dog. Wag the Dog came up which is a great Political movie about people in the White House um, faking faking crisis to uh, sell a presidency.
1: So, Mister, yes, you never seen? I think it's not shown because it's probably considered offensive now. I would assume uh, that's why I was wondering why it wasn't around anymore. But I liked it when I remember seeing it when I was a kid. I was well, like, there was, I was a living. lot of
0: there was there was a lot of appropriation talk after yeah, the fact for Woolworth. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other, thing, the other thing is, one of the things that we haven't discussed, and this is, again, we're more pop culture than we are just movies. This particular thing was, was ripe with regards to the West Wing is widely regarded. Uh, Bartlett, the Martin Sheen character from West Wing is widely regarded as one of the quintessential fictional presidents. So the West Wing definitely deserves um, some talk. Yeah, the Star Wars is about politics, but it's a chancellor, not a president, just saying. And an emperor. Oh, well, yeah. Later on, I put it out there that later could on. be a
1: political movie. Oh, well, yeah, it could be. Movies.
0: But I mean, I don't know. What do you like? I put it on in the group, and if you guys see it today, my dog's dying. Uh, my two my two my two are the comedies. I I, I think when, when you do a political comedy well and you, you can make it well done. Dave Dave is fantastic. Uh Kevin Klein basically plays a per impersonator who gets called up when the president has a, a heart attack or stroke. And basically right. he, he sets forth, he sets for, he's a guy that does budgets. So he sets forth to do, to changing the agenda of a, of a strictly Republican president and turning him into more of a liberal president. And he has a, he has a, a, a cabinet guy that that's kind of vicious Frank Langella, um, who's really good. Um, you know, he's really good at the political roles. Uh, and it's a really good movie. Um, Dave is fantastic. The American president is fantastic. And the speech at the end of the American president by Michael, um, with Michael, um, not Michael, yeah, Michael Douglas. I'm sorry. with Michael Douglas is a barn burner of a, of American president's speech. Um, where, you know, he just tears into his opponent who's played by Richard Dreyfus. Really good. If you've never seen them, they're both great movies. The American President's basically about a widower, who decides to date somebody uh, that that he meets that's lobbying? So it becomes it becomes this kind of like political mess. But it's like you know, what point do I get to become a person that gets to find love? Is it just because I'm pregnant? Right. I don't get to be, I don't get to be in love. Well,
1: that- um, maybe that's what it is with the last few polls, is they were so ambiguous. People weren't sure what to pick. So yeah. Pick I,
0: well, that's the thing. Because I mean, we were, the
1: political movies, then you can bring that Charlie's Theron and Seth Rogen movie, which I really love. That was a great. Yeah, movie. that's
0: a, that could have been a president movie. She runs. That. Could, uh, but here's the thing: the, so we have been ambiguous, and maybe that's our fault. Um, what I'm going to say though is there is nothing ambiguous about this week's poll. This week's poll is serious. Score and soundtrack. It's very, it's very easy. We, we're talking about movie music. Uh, you know, it could be, it could be musicals, could be the sound of music, could be, you know what I mean, could be anything. And then you're talking about score, great movie scores. So we're gonna see what happens, and 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 we'll, we'll have to play around, see what's going on. But good show tonight. Um, where can they find you, Paul Spratt? At Paul Spratt on anything. Uh, My name is JW Cole. You can find me at Florida movie guy on Facebook and Twitter uh, and uh, check out for the, for the groups. Also, I'm going to let everybody know from the podcast. I don't, Paul, I don't know if you got the invite yet, but we're a few, a few weeks away from December 1st. We're almost a month away from December 1st. I ran a thing last year called Whamageddon. We're doing a sequel. It's Whamageddon, the whamming. Um, so basically, I don't know if you know about this, Paul, but every uh, December 1st, I, r- I run a little bit of a pool. It's it's an honor pool. There's no money involved. Basically, what you do is you have to avoid the Wham song, Last Christmas. Um, so if you'd like to be part of that, it's Wham again, Wham again in 2020. The Whamening, uh is a, a group, a lot of fun. Uh, you never know when it's going to get you. It's, it's very dangerous. I have to listen to the song again, so I don't know uh, what it it's is. La- it's, well, and it's only the Wham version because there's a lot of covers. It's, la- it's the one that goes, Last Christmas, I gave you my heart.
1: Oh, fuck. I hate that. Yes. Song. Yes. I hate Christmas music in general.
0: But so <laughs> the Whamming the the begins on December 1st. We invite everybody from Loud and Nerdy uh, family and the Loud and Nerdy uh, group. I-, I put it up there. Join in, find your friends. It is a great thing. People people come up with, you know. I had one person say to me today, "I'm I'm not going to be in a lot of retail space this year because I'm going to order everything online. I might make it." Um, and basically, what happens it. Is if, you caught, <laughs> if you get caught, if you get caught, you have to immediately put up in the in the in the group. I got whammed. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a little way to keep away from it, keep keep the stress of the holidays off. Um, and it's, it's something I, you know, that was a big thing. And then I, I adapted it. We have over a hundred members in the Whamageddon group right now. So, um, everybody's on the honor system. If you hear it, the original Wham version, if it gets you, it gets you, you go in, you post, you're like, I got Whammed, boom, you're out. And I usually give weekly updates about who's still alive. It goes December 1st to December 24th. It is a blast December 24th at midnight. So if you make it to Christmas Eve at midnight without hearing last Christmas, boom, it's, it's an event. Um, but we're, yes, you did. You got whammed to puppy school. I remember that. Um, yes. Pet smart. That's right. Yeah. So much fun. So much. Yeah. It's so much fun. Um, uh, we had people get whammed to parties. We had people get whammed uh, their parents inadvertently played it while making, while making um, dinner. Um, I uh, will we, 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 of course add Hunter to it. Um, and you can invite Hunter. You he's on your Facebook. But invite him. Uh, people who are in the group can invite people. We're gonna have people from our group. It's gonna be great. It's a lot of fun. Um, I made it all the way through last year. I was, but I was very adamant about it. My wife actually called me a dick. She's like, "You're being a dick about this." I'm like, "I can't no. hear Christmas music." Music the worst. La, la, If you la, have a la, retail la.
1: job, it's literally a version of poetry it's yeah. a version of torture. When so, I used to work at the snowboard ex- shop in Scranton, the uh, the ski corner, they used to start Christmas music immediately after Halloween. Oh, my God. It would be Christmas um, music from Halloween till Christmas. And I would just, like, literally I, I thought
0: about it. I was I like, if I, I hear one I more can't... Christmas song, I'm going to throat punch somebody. So it's getting 2020 brought to you by Loud and Nerdy. The whammoning begins on December 1st. We have a lot of people. There's at least 100. Uh, we we were at, I think we were at like 80, 85 last year. We're already up to 129. Um, nice. again. And and what I said was I would start inviting people on November 1st so everybody can get prepped. We had one person, uh, Natasha, who did uh, movie motivation for us, Natasha Bogutsky. She got whammed today in her car, and she thought she was out already. And at which point, Greg was kind enough to whisper to her, no, no, you're fine. It doesn't begin. You have a whole month to get it out really? of your system.
1: On, so, oh, good yeah. to know. If I go to Scranton, if I turn the radio on. it's gonna Yeah, be
0: 92.1 <laughs> no longer exists. It's all Christmas music. It just ended. The The whole channel just ended today. That was one of the big stories. What in happens after Christmas? It doesn't exist I've, anymore? Nobody, nobody knows. Um, it's, it's a mystery. Um, but. Thank you for joining us for Loud and Nerdy. It was a great show. We appreciate everything. Next week's score, best movie themes, and soundtracks. Best movie soundtracks. Oh, really? Quick,
1: that for next week. Do we like eight o'clock, or do we like nine o'clock better?
0: Yeah, because everything's kind of turning around. So i i actually I actually think eight works. I'm down with eight. We had, the only I reason think, we did nine before was
1: to help out our friends over at Clicking and Screaming and go afterwards. But, but since that, they don't do Wednesdays anymore, we can do yeah. It in the we can do anytime so, we want now. Yeah, we're trying also to help. Her let, let us screeners. know whether, whether you like eight or nine better. Eight or nine, yeah. Um, Let us know. Do all that but, stuff. Tell us anything. You, any crazy thing or let us what know. You yeah, wanna, drop it in the okay, group. Drop it in the group or whatever. Whatever you want to see on the show. I mean, we Uh-oh. I know we stick, stick to movies a lot. I did see and Kyle. I didn't You can do other things. We can. I do want to do that. I just figure out how to do it. Is that? I mean, we can talk we'll about shows. music. I'm we'll fine talk about. We can
0: talk about shows. It's it's a golden age for television right now. But Netflix. I mean, Disney it's Plus. loud
1: and nerdy. So, but yeah. Kyle did mention. I'm trying to find the comment, but he mentioned that uh, Bruce Springsteen, the only person to have a top five album. And what, six six decades straight? Is that what you said, Kyle? I can't find the thing. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, we could find... I'm not sure how to talk about... (laughs) He's just so-so. Mandalorian, Mandalorian, by the way. We could talk about anything. I will look for more music news. I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of new music. Mandalorian,
0: baby, by the way. New episode on Friday. Very excited. First episode... I know you don't watch it. I'm sorry you don't watch it, man. It was it was golden. They added, they added. Maybe one day. I'm not, I'm not lying to you, man. They added, uh, they added Timothy Olyphant from Deadwood and Justified, and there were so many. Like, yeah, he was so good, and uh, a major character from the original trilogy came back. So shit's gonna be crazy on the Mandalorian. It's it's so good. Um, (laughs) Shit's crazy. All right, but. The person that showed up at the end was—I don't want to spoil it for anybody if you haven't watched it, but no, don't. Person, do it. person showed up at the end was mind mind-boggling. <laughs> um, mind okay, boggling. have a great week, but you guys. We'll next see week. you next week. Scores and soundtracks—two fives on one list. Bye. Bye. Have fun Can storming in the castle.